Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. Good morning. It's Thursday, April 1st, 2021, and this is Metro News This Morning. Stay tuned. Over the next 15 minutes, we'll get you caught up with what's happening across the state of West Virginia, including the results of Crossover Day at the state capitol. Metro News' Shauna Johnson will have those stories and also report on changes Governor Jim Justice is promising in connection with COVID-19 death reporting. Kyle Wiggs has sports today's opening day of the Major League Baseball season. Metro News' Hoppy Kircher will be by with his morning commentary. Well, winter is going to take one final jab at the Mountain State today. We'll check weather in just a minute. This is Metro News This Morning for Thursday, April 1st. It's time for Metro News Update with Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Disappointed beyond belief. The words of Governor Jim Justice, who says he was not consulted on the latest personal income tax reduction plan under consideration at the state capitol. A plan from the state Senate that raises sales and other taxes to generate revenues to replace personal income taxes. A plan that's different from what Governor Justice previously proposed and different from what the state House of Delegates has already passed. Governor Justice says he is especially concerned that the Senate plan does not include rebate checks for people with lower incomes, that it reinstates the food tax, and that, in his word, hammers higher education. The Senate budget, meanwhile, now advancing out of the Senate Finance Committee, makes room for the Senate's tax plan. It also cuts funding for state agencies across the board by 1.5 percent, while slashing $12 million from West Virginia University and $6 million from Marshall University. Boone County Senator Ron Stalling says that's a bad idea. I truly believe that this is an area that we should be investing in and and putting more money into because I think there is a huge return on investment. On the list of surplus expenditures for the Senate budget, $7 million for the State Department of Tourism and $14 million for the Floodwall Project in Milton. There is no funding for the Educational Broadcasting Authority, which runs West Virginia Public Broadcasting. And nearly $3 million is pulled from Mark Train funding serving the Eastern Panhandle. Here's Berkeley County Senator John Unger on that. So it's only $287,000 left, and that's not going to cut it. Again, this is the proposed Senate budget. Today on the House floor, the House's budget bill is on second reading, meaning possible amendments. A proposed constitutional amendment limiting local governments to no more than what's in state code when it comes to gun laws is advancing out of the Senate. 
Randolph County Senator Robert Karn says the move makes sense. It's our job at the state level to guard those basic rights. And unfortunately, sometimes at the local level, politics can get so heavily involved in questions like this that it's necessary for us to put in writing what it is that these local officials can and can't do. But Ohio County Senator Bill Elenfeld says local officials better understand what's needed in their communities. Weirton is different than Welch. And I hate to take away the ability of local officials to address issues of public safety. Uh, and I hate to see so much power being consolidated here in Charleston. Senator Elenfeld was the lone no vote in the Senate for the resolution that's now going to the House for consideration. If approved, the final decision will be up to voters. Today's day 51 of this year's 60-day regular legislative session. The session closes a week from Saturday. The official coronavirus death toll is jumping this week in West Virginia. The State Department of Health and Human Resources confirmed 36 deaths on Wednesday, saying 34 of them should have been reported earlier, but were not. The deaths were discovered during death certificate checks, as has happened a couple of times already. Governor Justice says tracking must change. At my direction, we are installing a new electronic death reporting system. You know, West Virginia is one of the only states now, just get this, one of the only states in the country that does not have that. He says a review has found no one was intentionally trying to hide COVID deaths. Once we got in this situation, our people at DHHR should have recognized this issue and moved. They didn't move. Overall, information from DHHR shows the Mountain State is starting out the month of April with a daily coronavirus infection rate of 3.6 percent. Continuing to rise are active cases, known cases, and virus hospitalizations statewide. West Virginia University's health system and Wheeling Hospital are making it official. Officials with the two parties, along with the Diocese of Wheeling Charleston, formalized their agreement to make Wheeling Hospital full member of the WVU Health System on Wednesday. Wheeling Hospital has been operated by the health system since June of 2019 through a management services agreement with the diocese. Both parties announced in September of 2020 that the hospital would join the health system. The hospital joins a network of doctors, hospitals, and clinics across West Virginia and three other states, an invitation-only celebration event for the formalization, which will include medical staff and employees, is set for Friday, April 9th. I'm Jake Flatley, WVMetroNews.com. May 3rd remains the trial star date for a case from the city of Huntington and Cabell County, a case accusing drug distributors Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson of illegally fueling the opioid crisis. U.S. District Judge David Faber is this week denying a motion from the defendants to dismiss the case for lack of standing. A former Parkersburg City Council member accused of a role in the January U.S. Capitol insurrection is due back in court in May. 41-year-old Eric Barber was arraigned Wednesday on charges of entering a restricted building, disorderly conduct, and theft. Funeral services are next week for longtime Wellsburg Mayor Sue Simonetti. Simonetti died Wednesday at the age of 75 after 12 years as mayor. Simonetti had announced plans not to seek re-election last fall. 
The month of April is opening with temperatures largely in the 30s statewide and some snow in places. Meteorologists with the National Weather Service say snow is going to continue through the day in the eastern mountains. Winter weather advisories are in effect this morning for parts of Grant, Pendleton, Pocahontas, Randolph and Tucker counties for a couple of inches of snow. In general, temperatures today are going to be more than 20 degrees below Wednesday's temperatures. To the west, through central and southern West Virginia and along the Ohio River, where the growing season has started, freeze warnings continue for the next few hours, and they'll be back in effect tonight and tomorrow night for what forecasters call a hard freeze. Under wind advisories for possible gusts of up to 50 miles per hour today, counties in the southeast, Mercer, Summers, Monroe, and Greenbrier. Thank you, Shauna. Coming up, we'll check sports with Kyle Wiggs. Bernie Dolan is talking about the girls and boys high school basketball tournaments that are not too far off and they'll be held in the capital city of Charleston. All of that and more coming up. Good morning. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Hi, this is Hoppy Kirchival. West Virginia, in many ways, is a diverse state, often with different issues, challenges, and successes, depending on where you live. But we're also a small state, and we're all connected by being West Virginians. Every day from 10.06 till noon, I talk about and provide insight into the events that shape who we are. My approach is tough but fair, and we may disagree, but together we'll stay abreast of what's going on in our great state. The successes, the hardships, the challenges, and of course the politics that contribute to making us who we are. So join me weekdays, 10.06 till noon, for Metro News Talk Line. Kyle Wiggs with sports in just a couple of moments. First, though, in our Metro News backgrounder, many connected to high school sports in West Virginia mourning the death of former coach and athletics administrator Kenny Wright. He died Tuesday night. Delegate Trenton Barnhart talked about Wright during Wednesday's House of Delegates floor session. We'll hear more in today's Metro News backgrounder. The people of Ritchie County, the Mid-Ohio Valley, and the state of West Virginia lost a true leader, a role model, and a man of character. A Pleasants County native, Coach Wright was a former Pennsboro and Ritchie County High School basketball coach, football coach, and athletic director at both schools. He was heavily involved with the State Coaches Association, as well as a great ambassador, just a great ambassador for the high school athletes of the, of the Mid-Ohio Valley and across our great state. He was a good coach, but even a better man, a dedicated teacher, a true community leader, he had a tremendous, long-lasting impact on the youth of Ritchie County and will be dearly missed. Truly, both Pleasants and Ritchie Counties are better because of the contributions of Coach Kenny Wright. Please remember Coach Wright and his wife Carolyn, daughter Kenna Sue, son and his son Ronnie in your thoughts and in your prayers. He touched the lives of many and while he is gone, he will never be forgotten. Coach Kenny Wright, dead at the age of 84. Time for a sports update. Kyle was listening to the high school sports line last night. You and Joe Bricado had Patrick Allen on talking about the impact of Kenny Wright. Yeah, indeed. And the way he uh, brought the community together there during consolidation, Pennsboro High 
and uh, they consolidated with uh, another school created, Ritchie County. So that was a very interesting conversation on high school sports line. You can hear that entire program in podcast form at WVMetroNews.com. Also, we heard from SSAC Executive Director Bernie Dolan on Wednesday telling Metro News that attendance at the upcoming state high school basketball championships will be capped at 4,300 spectators per session. So 4,300 fans per session at the state tournament. And Dolan saying there will be student sections as well. They may not look the same. They'll be spread out like other fans in the arena, but there will be student sections allowed for each game. It's baseball's opening day. Among the games, former Mountaineer John Means makes the the opening day start for the Orioles against the Red Sox at Fenway. Thanks, Kyle. The latest high school sports covers can be found at WVMetroNews.com. This is Metro News This Morning for the first day of April 2021. I'm Jeff Jenkins. The voice of Metro News is Hoppy Kerchival. Good morning, Hop. Jeff, the proposals this legislative session to reduce and eventually eliminate the state income tax have produced various ideas for making up for the lost revenue. Among those proposals are an increase in the sales tax, reinstating the food tax, and raising taxes on beer, liquor, and wine. But now several lawmakers are getting behind a more creative revenue raiser. It was right under our noses, said Delegate Oki Hempton, or more precisely, right over our heads. Hempton's plan is to remove the gold from the state capitol dome and sell it. Hempton said, the idea occurred to me while leaning back in my chair in the House chamber, staring up at the ceiling and dozing off. The famed dome is gilded in 23-carat gold leaf that was applied in tiny three-inch squares. Now, gold is currently selling at $1,700 an ounce. Hempton believes the state can generate millions of dollars. Hempton said, based on the amount of gold up there, I first put the estimate at $500 million in revenue. Then I realized I added an extra zero by mistake. So it's more like $50 million. But Hempton said that's still a lot of money. The revenue projections would have to be reduced by the cost of the labor for removing the gold, a potentially time-consuming task. However, Bill co-sponsor, Delegate Adeline Butts, believes she has a solution for that. Butts said, you literally have to scrape off the gold with your hands. So, we will pay the workers by allowing them to keep, and then presumably sell, any and all gold that collects under their fingernails. West Virginia has sold off a major asset before to raise funds, but that was a long time ago, and it didn't come out so good. In 1887, the cash-strapped state government sold its equal share of and the naming rights to the Ohio River to the state of Ohio. Then Ohio Governor Wilkie Dalton was anxious to complete the deal. After a short negotiation, the two sides settled on a price of $110,000, which would be about $3 million today. Unfortunately, Dalton was killed in a kiln explosion shortly thereafter, and the money was never paid. Yet Ohio retained naming rights to the river setting off decades of hard feelings between the two states that are still evident today when Ohio motorists drive slowly in the left lane on West Virginia interstates. But back to the gold leaf sale. A few West Virginia lawmakers are worried that removing the gold leaf from the dome will dull the shine. Hempton, who runs a commercial painting business in Elkshank, believes the famous glow can be replaced just by painting it gold. Hempton said, I've got a color in my inventory called Tuscan Sun. You spray enough of that stuff up there, and on a sunny day, it'll be bright enough to burn out your eyeballs, he said. If approved by the legislature, the sale of the gold from the dome and the repainting of the Tuscan Sun Dome could be completed in exactly one year, on April Fool's Day, 2022. Jeff? 
Thanks, Hoppy. Metro News Talk Line comes your way this morning at 10.06 on many of these radio stations across the state and streaming live at wvmetronews.com. Well, you may have to grab that winter coat for one final time today. It's snowing in parts of West Virginia, especially in the higher elevations. The National Weather Service has issued a freeze warning for more than a dozen western and central counties for tonight into tomorrow morning. A hard freeze is expected. Sunshine and warmer temperatures return for the Easter weekend. Now you're up to date. You've been listening to Metro News this morning for Thursday, April 1st, 2021. For Hoppy Kirchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Jeff Jenkins. Have a great day. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.